Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and podcast where Christ and Culture Connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about when God doesn't come through and we're coming from the book of Exodus chapter 14 and we're going to be focusing on verses 10 and 15. So grab your journals. So of course we're jumping into this episode with a story time and I was actually going to name this episode when God drops the ball or drops the bag, but I decided to go with when God doesn't come through because I know that we all can relate to a time or a season where it felt like God didn't show up or God didn't do what we wanted him to do or even what we expected him to do. So story time. Yesterday, I had y'all favorite person, Josiah. <laughs> Josiah was with me yesterday and we went to the store to get a new comforter set. And when we were coming out of the store, he wants to do everything himself. He thinks he's so strong. I, a big boy is what he keeps saying. So he wanted to carry, it's a bed in the bag. So it's like a seven piece comforter set. And he said he wanted to carry it. So I told him, you know, you can go ahead and carry it, but it was too heavy. So he started to drag it. So I was carrying it with him. And when we got to the car, I clicked the clicker to pop the trunk. And as the trunk was going up, Josiah was walking up to the trunk. And mind you, we're still both holding the bag. So we're both holding the bag with my right hand and I have the keys on my left hand. So as we get to the trunk and he starts walking up to try to lift the bag, the trunk starts to close down like it swung up, but then it came back down. So it didn't stay up. So I noticed that the trunk was about to come back down and he's walking to the trunk to put the bag in the trunk. And y'all, I dropped this comforter bag so quick. Like I dropped it so quick and I caught the trunk, the trunk of the car. I caught it up in the air so it didn't come down on him. And as I dropped the bag and I caught the trunk, God said to me, this is the way that I protect my children. It's a word. And y'all know how they say life comes at you quick because this situation happened in like three seconds, you know, like, okay, I dropped the bag, I caught the trunk and that was it. It happened really quickly. But the word that God gave me from this two, three second interaction blew my mind. So what God said to me is, he said, this is how I protect my children. You had to drop that bag and that bag could be similar to a promise because this is something that you went and purchased. This is something that you actually need. This is something that you actually wanted, but you had to drop it in order to protect Josiah. And what he showed me is that a lot of times when we're in different situations and it seems like God doesn't come through in the way that we want him to come through, it seems like God drops the bag. It seems like God dropped the promise. It seems like God didn't come through for you to get that job. God didn't come through for you to get into that school. God didn't come through with that relationship. You really wanted to wanted it to be him, but it wasn't him. You really wanted to stay friends with them, but you didn't stay friends with them. So it seems like God didn't come through. It seems like God dropped the bag that you went in the store and that you stayed up late working towards and that you stayed up late studying for. It seems like God dropped the bag of something that you really wanted and you really put in work or you really spent money for and now he dropped the bag. 
But what God said is sometimes it looks like I dropped the bag or it looks like I didn't come through because you didn't understand in that moment that I was protecting you. And what God showed me was that in that little three second interaction, when I dropped the bag, it made a noise because it's like in plastic. So when I dropped the bag, Josiah looked down at the bag, but my hand was on the trunk of the car. He, he, he didn't know what was happening. All he knows is that I dropped the bag. But I know that even though this is something that we both went to get, this is something that we paid money for, this is something that, yes, we want, even though this is something that we want, from Josiah's perspective, why would you drop the bag on something that you bought and something that you want? But I knew that the bag had to be dropped because I had to protect you from something that you didn't see. Now, if Josiah was like us, Josiah could have said, well, why did you make me carry this bag from this store? And this bag is heavy. And this was a long walk. And it took energy for me to bring this bag over here, all for you to just drop it, all for me to still lose a job, all for me still not to get accepted in the school, all for me to still end up single. I did all of this work with this bag just for you to drop it. But I knew just like God knows that even in situations where it seems like it's something that we're working for or we're working towards or we're really wanting, sometimes God has to drop the bag or sometimes it has to feel like God didn't come through when you needed him to or when you wanted him to because he's protecting you in ways that you don't even realize yet. And when I was studying and preparing this word, what God dropped in my spirit is that God never said the protection would be pretty. Sometimes he has to drop the things that you want to protect you for where you are now. It's not always going to be a pretty process. It's not always going to look how you thought it should look. It's not always going to end up how you thought it should end up. But that's where you have to have faith in God and who he is and who you are to him. So y'all know I'm always like, what, what, what's the word? What's the scripture? My words are great. My perspective is great. My revelation is great. But I need the word of God. That's everything. My word isn't everything. The word of God is everything. The Bible is everything. So every podcast, it's going to be some scripture. So today we're coming from Exodus chapter 14. So when we begin to read Exodus chapter 14, what's happening is Moses has the Israelites and he's rescuing them from Pharaoh. And God has told Moses earlier in Exodus chapter 14, he told him that I will make the king stubborn and he will try to catch you, but I will destroy him and his army. That's what God told Moses. So as Moses began to lead out the Israelites, the Israelites found out that the king and his army were coming against them. So in verse 10, it says when the Israelites saw the king coming with his army, they were frightened and begged the Lord for help. They also complained to Moses, wasn't there enough room in Egypt to bury us? Is that why you brought us out here to die in the desert? And they just continued to complain because now they're frightened and they're scared because the king is coming against them with their army. But remember, we already read that God had already told Moses that I'm going to harden and stubborn his heart so that they can come after y'all so that I can destroy them. It was all a part of God's plan. Even the attack, even the setback, even the thing that's scary, even the thing that feels like it's working against you, even the thing that feels like it's coming against the promise. It's all a part of God's plan. So when you read verse 13, it says, but Moses answered, don't be afraid, be brave. And you will see the Lord save you today. These Egyptians will never bother you again. The Lord will fight for you and you won't have to do a thing. But my favorite verse is when we get to verse 15, Exodus 14 and verse 15, it says, the Lord said to Moses, why do you keep calling out to me for help? 
Tell the Israelites to move forward. Why do you keep calling out to me for help? But us reading the story, it's like, God, it's obvious why they're calling out to you for help. Because in verse 10, when they found out that the king was coming after them with their army, it felt like you weren't coming through. It felt like you dropped the bag. It felt like you failed them. It felt like you forsake them. Because God, if you told me to come here, if you told us to leave that land, if you said you was rescuing us from the king, why is the king coming after us anyways? That would be you showing up. That would be you stepping in. It would be me not having to deal with the king i shouldn't have to deal with the army i shouldn't have to deal with the health report i shouldn't have to deal with the breakup i shouldn't have to deal with the job loss i shouldn't have to deal with the bills piling up if you stepping in if you showing up if you're faithful if you're there for me why do i have to deal with this threat or this attack anyways so in verse 10 it felt like to the israelites that god didn't come through even though they had made it there that far now the king and his army is coming against us so god done dropped the bag God didn't come through. God didn't step in like he always said he would. But then when you get the verse 15, it says, the Lord says to Moses, why do you keep calling out to me for help? And as I was studying this and preparing for this podcast, what God showed me is he said, think back to the situation with Josiah. And what he showed me is that Josiah saw and heard the bag dropped. When I dropped the bag, he heard that. So he looked down at the back because it hit the floor. But what God showed me is that, but he never saw or heard my hand catching the trunk. He, he never saw that. He never heard my hand hitting the trunk from falling on his head because it was a silent action. It was something silently that was done to prevent him from being hurt, to protect him. So his eyes went to the thing that made the loudest noise. His eyes went to the bag that I dropped on the floor. So it's looking like I dropped the bag. It's looking like I didn't come through. It's looking like we moved this over here for nothing. But what he didn't see was that my hand was up catching the trunk from falling on his hand. See, the protection was silenced, but the attack was loud. And that's what the Israelites were frightened by. That's what the Israelites were worried about. They were worried about what was making noise. The king was making noise with his army, but God's protection is silent sometimes. So you can't be moved or you can't be wavered by what you hear or what you see because silently God is still moving on your behalf. Josiah heard that back, but he did not hear my hand. He did not see my hand, but my hand did what it needed to do to protect him in spite of what he heard or in spite of what he saw. And for whoever this word is for, I want you to know that sometimes the loss is louder than the win, but that's where faith comes in. You have to have faith that God protected and covered you even when you didn't see or hear it. To this day, Josiah still does not know that my hand caught the trunk from closing on his head. All he knows is that I dropped the bag. All he knows is that we carried this bag and it still hit the floor. What was the point of carrying it? What was the point of using my strength? What was the point of taking my time if we still dropped it anyway if we still lost it anyway if you still didn't show up how I thought you was going to show up and today God is saying I want you to tell them that I am here God is here my hand is here even when it's silent even when you don't hear it even when you don't see it even when it looks like I didn't come through even when it looks like I didn't show up I want you to understand that I am here and my hand is silently protecting you in ways that you can't hear in ways that you don't see so Exodus 14 and verse 15, it says, the Lord said to Moses, why do you keep calling out to me for help? Tell the Israelites to move forward. And what God showed me about this verse is that in that situation, 
Josiah didn't have to call out to me for help because my hand was already there. My, my hand was already there. Imagine, y'all know I love examples. Imagine somebody is in the kitchen cooking. And you see that, you see they cooking. So you go and start getting the seasonings out of the cabinets and you take the onions out of the refrigerator and you start dicing them. And then that person says, can somebody come help me? What am I chopped liver? Why do you keep calling out for help when I am here? I'm standing right here just because I didn't say, hey, I'm here helping you. Or just because you didn't hear it, it does not mean that I'm not back here cutting up these onions, burning my eyes. It does not mean that I'm not back here washing the dishes that I know you got to use next. It does not mean that I'm not back here taking out this trash. Just because I didn't say I'm here helping you does not mean that I'm not here helping you. Just because I didn't say, Josiah, I'm stopping the trunk from falling on your head does not mean I wasn't there helping you so it says in verse 15 the lord said to moses why do you keep calling out to me for help tell the israelites to move forward and this word is for somebody today god wants you to know he is here that's today's seed god is here it's the god is here seed because it feels like sometimes god isn't coming through and it feels like god dropped the ball and it feels like god didn't step in and it feels like god didn't make a way and i want you to know today it feels like that because sometimes god moves silently so you can't allow what you see or what you hear to make you doubt what you know and you know that god is a faithful god so today's seed is the god is here seed because God said to them, why do you keep calling out to me for help? And for some of y'all, he's saying it to y'all. Why do you keep calling my, calling out to me for help? I've been here all along and I'm still here. Just because you can't hear that I'm here does not mean that my absence is, that my presence is absent. I am here and I've been here helping you. Don't allow what you see and who's coming against you and what they're saying and how they're making you feel and what it looks like is happening. Don't allow that to make you doubt my presence. He said to Moses, why do you keep calling out to me for help? I already told you a couple of verses before that I was going to, I was going to stubborn the heart of the king and make him come after you so that I can kill him. The attack is part of the plan. It's a setup. So why do you keep calling out to me for help when I already told you that I'm a provider? When I already told you that I go before you, when I already told you that I make a way out of no way, when I already told you I will part the Red Sea and that's what he did. That's what he did for them. He parted the Red Sea. But see, for us, it would be better if there was no sea to cross at all. But that's not the type of God that we serve because just taking away the sea, that's too easy. He's he's a sea splitting guy. He had to split the sea because nobody else can do that. He has to go above and beyond. And I want you guys to know that today that God goes above and beyond for you. Don't worry about what you hearing because sometimes the things that you hear and the things that you see, they're just distractions. See, the king and his army, that was just a distraction in verse 10. And that made them frightened and begin to waver. And God is just like, why do you keep calling out to me? for help if i told you i was there for you yesterday i'm still here for you today so go forward move forward god is telling you to move forward because god is here and you don't have to hear it and you don't have to see it to know that you're protected and that you're covered even when it looks like he dropped the bag. Even when it looks like he didn't come through. Even when it looks like you're being attacked. Even when it looks like you're about to fail at something. God is here. And if you're sowing a God is here seed, you can sow that to dollar sign the Christian Bay or the Christian Bay at gmail.com for PayPal or Zelle. God is here. And for whoever this word is for, God is telling you it's time to move forward. 
God, I'm moving forward and I'm not going to allow what I see or what I hear or what I feel or what I know. Oh, that's a big army. Oh, you can't get into that school or I don't have the qualifications or the skills for that job. I don't have the experience. I don't have the money to pay for that rent. I don't have the credit to get that car. God is saying, stop allowing what you see and what you hear to make you doubt what I told you. Move forward. This is your word. Move forward because God is here. That's your seed for today. God is here. It's time to move forward and act on it. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to even be on this podcast, be on YouTube, listening to this word. Father God, I just pray that this word reaches the ears that you set out for it to reach and that it ignites a fire in them that makes them move forward urgently. No more sitting down and waiting, no more doubt and no more worrying about what it looks like. No more worrying about what you heard and what people have been telling you. Move according to the word that God put in your gut. Move according to the word that God put in your spirit. Father God, I pray that this word activates a new level of boldness in each and every person under the sound of my voice. Father God, may they get bold about the things of the kingdom. May they get bold about the word that you put in their gut. May they get bold about the seed that you planted in their heart, Father God, and may they relentlessly chase after the word that you spoke to them, Father God. May everything that we know be nothing compared to what you said, Father God. We love you. I pray over those who sow into this word, Father God. May they have a breakthrough. May they have an encounter with you that changes their life, Father God. 2022 is their year to step into new, Father God. No more settling. No more doubting. No more sitting back. No more allowing life to pass you by because the distractions are taking over you, Father God. We are moving forward into the new that you're calling us to. And it's nothing that we can hear or see or feel that can make us doubt our faith. Father God, we love you and will forever praise your name. And it is in your precious Jesus son name we pray. Amen. I said, Jesus son, I meant to say son, Jesus, Father God, you know my heart. Y'all, God is protecting you. God is here with you. Do not doubt it. Move forward. I love you guys so much. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Welcome to the Christian Bay podcast where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work.